1: Host of Locked on Rays, part of the
0: Locked on Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays, and you can email us lockedonrays at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join Ulysses and I this week to get in on the Tampa Bay Rays action and conversation. That's Spotify Green Room. Okay, it is a Friday show, which means we're again pleased to be joined by WTSP Channel 10 Tampa Bay Sports Director
2: Evan Klosky. Evan, how's it going today? Oh, well, I'm a little bit overdressed for the occasion versus uh, our usual meetings.
0: (laughs) I I really hope you post this uh, Zoom recording somewhere
2: because you've got the makeup, you've got the shirt and tie on. You are spiffy, sir. If not the whole thing, at least pointing out the fact that I'm dressed and you guys are not. Well, I should say you guys are dressed. You're just not dressed. Yeah. We're like never dressed. Yeah. Way. I mean, I don't know. If I don't want to, I don't want to paint a picture out there for the <laughs> listeners. That's misguided. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not Jeffrey we, we, Tubin we, over here.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we, I, I've got, <laughs> I got a, a tie-dye shirt. And I promise I'm wearing shorts. There we go. How about that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I think Evan dressed up specifically because the Rays won a game against the Mariners. Like it's that was deal. such a historic accomplishment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm waiting for the pennant to go up. In the drop. <laughs> there we go. Uh, right right next to uh the, the 2020 accolades. Boom. Yeah. Beat the mariners one time, 2021. Yeah.
0: <laughs> By the way, that whole mariners thing, I blame Ulysses' significant other being that is uh that she is from the Seattle area, correct? Am I right? Yeah, on that? yeah. She's and from Big also, Harbor. Yeah. Okay. Ah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. close enough. Be- <laughs> beautiful beautiful
2: uh, area out there in the Pacific Northwest. If you've never been, go in the summer, it's beautiful.
0: Okay, so I I blame Ulysses's girlfriend for that, and also okay.
2: listener Cheryl, uh,
0: who invited Cheryl us to getting the game. thrown
2: under the bus.
0: <laughs> well, she mentioned on Twitter that Seattle was like her second favorite team besides the race. So she I did. think that's where the the mumbo go. jumbo comes from with the, yeah. the race struggles against. It the-
2: is funny because Cash after the game did mention that they could not overcome Cheryl, that Cheryl was just a <laughs> bit of a Cheryl did it hindrance. Yeah. 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 Uh, You work in the batting cage, but at some point Cheryl's just going to win. I know.
0: Yeah. It happens. There we go. Uh, okay. So Ulysses, uh, we've had this discussion extensively this week on the show and of course, want to get Evan's take and reaction on this, uh, Tyler glass. Now he has undergone Tommy John surgery this week and he will most likely be out until 2023. There were reports earlier this week from the Athletics Ken Rosenthal reporting that the Rays were throwing around Glassnow and Kiermaier in a possible deal with Chris Bryant and uh, Craig Kimbrell. Of course that deal never materialized. Um so with that Evan, what is the future of Tyler Glassnow in a Rays uniform? I still
2: believe he will pitch for the Rays in 2023 only because it's I mean, it's a it's a tall order to trade for a guy coming off Tommy John and and working him back because even in 2023, he's going to have to be in an innings limit. And I mean, we're seeing it right now with Noah Syndergaard and and Chris Sale. You know Tommy John surgery. Though people do recover and and they have a prosperous major league career. It, you know it, it takes a really long time. Now Glass now having the injury in the middle of the year does help, um, but you know let's use Syndergaard as an example. He got injured in April of last year, and we are in August and we still have not seen him. And that's of course because he had a setback there, but. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't know what the Rays are going to get back for glass now. And at, at some point you might as well just ride it out, have him come back. And, you know, after 2023, we can have the discussion of whether or not he's going to pitch again in a Rays uniform, which if he has a great year, then probably not. But um yeah, I, I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one, but we're going to have to revisit that and, you know, next trade deadline, and for some reason there's a team out there willing to find value in, in bringing in a guy who's a year away. I, 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 I want to post this to you. Can,
1: do you believe that the Rays are the team that would be willing to have the second highest paid player not even throw one single pitch and just writing the whole year on the bench? Do you think that that is something that they're willing to say, okay, this is worth
2: it? no I, I i think in black and white terms absolutely not um, having said that the rays i don't think do business by just giving away glass now you know i think there, there's a balance to their their methodology they are very calculated they are very good at selling high and and getting a bunch of guys they believe in who are up and coming i just with with Glass now, it's to sell low. And I I don't know if they really are gonna love the idea of just giving Glass now away um for nothing when he right. could materialize into an asset. Um let's say let's say he comes back in twenty twenty three and looks the same guy and, mm-hmm. and it becomes a trade deadline and you know maybe the team's in it, but at that point there might be a surprise of them trading glass now after investing all this time. It's just, it's one of those deals where I would not be shocked if they traded glass. Now I just don't know. I just, it would be unlike them just to kind of say, here you go. Here's a tremendous talent and we'll take, we'll take nothing back. Um, so, you know, his, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say here is that if you were looking at him like a stock, um, even though you're going to be paying dividends on that stock and not seeing any returns, there is that ceiling where you still might get your money back. And then some, if he becomes the dude that, you think he can become. So that will be a question that we find out in, in due time over time as he starts working his way back. So in like 20 next season, you know, by the trade deadline, we can have this discussion again and, and see where they're at. And if, if, reports are going well and things are looking good, then yeah, maybe a team that is having a crap year will take him in sort of a package deal. And it'll be a nice little cherry on top to make something work.
0: We've told you about built bar for a while now. It is the best tasting protein bar on the planet. And there's so many delicious flavors as well. We're talking coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint, brownie, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, Cookies and cream, German chocolate, the list goes on and on and on. And not only are there so many different flavors and not only are they deliciously tasting as well, but the macros are pretty insane in a good way. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from just 130 to 180, just four to five grams of sugar and just four to five grams of net. Carbs. Uh, By the way, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the US track and field team. They seem to be doing pretty well. And I'm sure Built Bar has a little something to do with that as well. So we know you want some Built Bars. Uh, So you're probably thinking, well, how do I get some of these? Well, just go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, and then I'll get you 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the numerals 1-5, for 15% off at built.com. Right. It's really tough. I don't disagree with that. I just look at it from the viewpoint of... The Rays were already shopping him and trying to deal him to the Cubs not a week ago when his value, quite frankly, couldn't be any lower than it is right now. So that makes me wonder about the financial implications of things. And I don't know. I feel like the Rays, with we don't know what their finances are coming off the pandemic and so forth, but they've already gotten burned on Chris Archer. They've already gotten burned on Yoshi Sutsugo. They've, in a way, sort of, sort of not gotten burned on KK. Look, we can talk about his defensive value and what he provides. So that makes it really tough for me to think that Glass now is going to continue to be on the team and collect uh, however much that figure will be in arbitration. You know, let's assume six, seven, eight million dollars to not to, to ride the bench, to, to rehab, not, not throw a pitch you know, for the team. And that money could, and like I, I mentioned earlier this week, that, mo- that money theoretically could be shifted around to, uh, to produce an extension for one of the
1: young talents. To Evan's point, let's say the six to 8 million is what he'll get paid 22 in 22. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't throw a pitch, right. In 23, the race is not going to be that, crazy because again he didn't pitch in 22 so arbitration is not really going to help him there so let's make it 8 million in 22 and 8 million in 23 just for the, for the sake of arguments so if you're the raise are you willing to pay 16 million dollars for let's say 15 starts for 120 innings which by the way he has never thrown 120 innings in an M- 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 mlb team so I, if he's back with no setback, um, I think that's a, that's a good price for a, that type of pitcher, sixteen million dollars. I think that's that's great. The problem is, it's will he have no setbacks? It, it, there's a lot yeah. of question marks. I think. Yeah.
2: Here's a hot take: Do you try and work out an extension with Glass now, and yeah, maybe get him on the cheap? And mm-hmm. if you're gonna take the L and funds, if you're gonna take the sixteen million dollars, let's throw that number out there. All sure. right, uh, you know, we'll. Now, maybe you can work out a deal where the next two seasons he's making six and six and then you give him a little bit more on the back end mm-hmm. to, to make up for whatever. You know, a guy like Glass now, I don't know if he at this point in time would want security of a paycheck in long term. So, I mean, you know, but the big takeaway from that article also is, yes, they were shopping him, but yes, they were trying to be creative and yes the cubs still in the end said it's not worth it mm-hmm. right and that's the that's right. the whole point i mean if if they really thought all this stuff and i mean why wouldn't you do it this year when you're like when you know you're in the race like if you knew if you were going to get rid of him for just no value then might as well have just done it this year when you're in first place well at that point they were on the precipice of being in first place and just get on with it right that's why sink yourself into into one year waiting when you can do just two years. So I don't know. I just, it's complicated. And, and one thing we know about the raise, I just mentioned creativity. Uh, I, I'm curious to see how they navigate this because it's never just a straight line of, of one stream of thought. Yeah. How about this? Is there a scenario where Glassnow
0: and Kiermaier are collecting paychecks from the raise in 22
1: together? Take, Maybe it's no. one or the other. It has yeah. to be one or the other for them. Exactly. I I feel like that. That's a great, that's a great question. I don't think that the two of them uh can be on the same payroll. I I wanna geek out a little bit here, but isn't that the Harry Potter line? Like neither can live while the other
2: survives. Kind of this. <laughs> You're same asking thing the here.
0: wrong person for Harry Potter quotes I, uh,
2: and facts no, and figures. I, I, I do. I mean, the KK thing, of course, is you know getting to the end of that contract and and the money is is looking a little bigger and, you know, the the Rays maybe could give a a little prospect away with KK's contract to a team and say, hey, you Mm -hmm. know, he's a great – you know, the the problem is the Rays truly do value his defense. Mm -hmm. And I think anybody who looks at the analytics and understands just how – uh, tremendous his defensive value is. You understand it as well. He's a positive. I mean, he's a positive war player. I under- yeah. I know how infuriating he is to watch hit sometimes, but he still has a net positive impact on the team throughout the season. So, you know, the Rays, you know, the, the problem is they got to convince the team to take his salary in and you would assume that that means giving up a prospect. Now the depth in their system you know, is different for other teams, and so on and so forth. But yeah, that's certainly part of the the 2022 offseason or this upcoming offseason of what's going to happen there.
1: I know we're getting a, a kind of you know away from it, but I would really enjoy watching KK in a big market like the New York Mets, for example.
2: Like I feel the New York like Mets need a lot of help. Please <laughs> send everyone, anyone who knows how to put a bat on a ball and can reach first base. Yeah, like Kev with your slap singles and softball. Yeah. I need you on the Mets yeah, right now. Exactly. Need some
0: Matt Duffy action is what you need. And How's Rich Hill doing, by the way, for the Mets? He honestly,
2: uh, Rich Hill is the same guy. Though he, um, against the Marlins, he pitched. He went through five strong, uh, giving up no earned run, back, uh, no earned runs. But his sequence of events is get through four unscathed and then blow up in the fifth. So it's yes. still the same sort of Rich Hill that yeah. we saw with the Rays.
0: Well, here's the thing. Here's the rub with Kiermaier and Glass. Now we, we talk about, you know, a, will a team take Kiermaier off our hands. If we throw in a prospect, I mean, that's, that's a losing effort. That's, that that's just a, a money grab there for the raise. I mean, to me, yeah, I would salary think, dump. yeah, yeah. He, if you're going to go through all that, you might as well just keep him on the roster and try to navigate his defensive value. I mean, you, you can't say, I, I would think that What he brings to the clubhouse and what he brings when he's on the field defensively, not much offensively. We know, I mean, that's a game changer literally for the pitching staff, for the starters, for the bullpen. And I don't know how, like it, it, to me, it doesn't make sense to give away Kiermaier where the option is, yeah, we got to throw in a prospect for this other team to take on the salary, or we've got to eat some of the money for him to go away. In that case, You might as well just bite the bullet and keep them with your team and and have them produce you some war defensively. I would. And so
2: who knows at the end of the season? You know there might be uh, a team. Look, there are a few teams out there who are just defensively terrible. You know Miami is actually one that comes to mind, right? I mean, if you want to go to to Jeter and company and say, hey, take Kiermaier for a year. You know you you have great pitching. That's what you built your entire rebuild on. Here is some defense. You know, give us back whatever, but just take the money. Now, the Marlins are also, with their payroll, they do the same thing, but you get it.
1: Yeah. No, I, I like that. But, I, I, Kevin, I want to hear you. What do you think about the uh, the the Glass now in Kiermar? Do you see them on the same team in 2022? I, again, like I said, I, I think I, one I, of them has I, to think, go. I think... Yeah, I'm, same. Personally, if I had the money, if I
0: was the owner, and I would, you know, freight the cost, I would try to keep them both. But we know right. how the Rays operate, and we know how they've been burn in the past. So I would think that it might have to be one or the other because uh, look, we got a comment here from a couple comments, actually from a listener, this one from Tyler Lorenz. He says, you guys say it's too much to pay glass. Now the second most on the team to sit out next year, yet we pay KK over $10 million to not produce at all year after year. Again, not quite true because, you know, he's been the second, harsh. Yes. <laughs> he's been the second, most valuable defensive player in all of baseball since 2012, behind only Andrelton Simmons. And again, you you asked the the starters, you asked the bullpen what they how much they like having a guy like that up the middle. Uh, you know, they'd much rather have him than you know, Jared Kellenick or somebody like that who's not going to make those plays at the top So that's one thing. Look, I think it, it comes down to the money with that. And then here's another point, too, by uh Scott Radigan regarding the glass now stuff. He says, you know, this is an interesting wrinkle here. Uh The new CBA may change to the equation. Same for arbitration guys and potentially Rule Five eligible prospects as well. So that's
2: another thing that might have to be taken into consideration with all. These. And we will we will worry about that when it comes to it. They, yeah. you know, I still I still want to hope that there's baseball next season. That's you know, if we want to get into that right. discussion, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it might not matter. We might not have it, a year. So That's it doesn't it, doesn't it, <laughs> true. 100%. i just
1: right over that KK season. <laughs> I'm 100% with you. Like, I just want a season. But Scott's bringing a good point, of course, to CBA. But but this is very murky waters, people. And I, I really want us to to know, yes, the CBA is not this magical thing that is going to fix, like, the 27,000 problems that baseball uh, has. Yeah. It's not. I honestly think we brought it into the the locked on MLB hosts on our on our personal DM or chat and saying, like, you know, I think it would be a great idea to get all 30 MLB hosts plus to kind of go, what do you think are the the top three things that the CBA should focus in on? Because honestly, I think it's just going to be one or two things. It's, it's not going to be a major overhaul yeah. of things. That's what everybody thinks. But at the end of the day, they're just going to make one or two changes and that's it.
2: And and I want to also just mention this uh, before we move on. We keep talking about you know oh like KK and Glass now it's money and I mean what money do they really have on the books? For next that is season. a good point. You know, like think about it. They they really don't have anything that they are attached to. The one guy long term that they're attached to is Brandon Lau. And if you want to yeah. talk about the whoa, I didn't see that coming move in the off Wouldn't be surprised if it was Lau. Not mm-hmm. and I, you know, I like yeah. Lau. He's he's you know, I said this on Twitter, and I wish I would have thought of it. Uh, and my my friend said it, but he's literally like Brandon, like Gal Low, like. <laughs> you got to spell it out. Like he's, he is Joey Gallo Jr. If he just got on base more, he would be Joey Gallo. So I think he has certain value for a lot of teams. They're looking for a lefty power hitter and you can easily sell him to a squad and, and get something. I mean, that contract is juicy. So. Oh, a hundred percent. And, and you, you got a great point there. Cause who do you get on, on the books? KK,
1: of course, Lau. And Zunino, with the $4 million, that could jump up to $7 million if they use him as they said that they would to earn the $7 million, Which, if he yeah. earns $7 million, that means that he has to be in 100 games plus. So, if you use him at your spots, you don't have to pay him the seven mil.
0: Yeah, those are good points. Now, you do have several players going to arbitration. I believe Yandi Diaz, <laughs> t Choi. Yes, Joey Wendell. And that might provide opportunities for Badal Bruhan and Taylor Walls and all those guys, Josh Lowe, for example. So yeah, you're, I, I don't know, you know, Evan, you're starting to convince me that glass now might be on the team and, next year.
2: Yeah. And I'm not saying he will be, I'm just, I'm just not convinced that he won't be. I yeah. just, you know, and, and not to mention not that the Rays have ever given a, a hoot about this either, but he is beloved in the clubhouse and yeah, he right. does provide um, that chemistry as well but as i said the rays have a long history of giving away guys that they were ready to give away kk and and glass now so i don't think that really factors that much three
1: days ago i was with you evan three days ago i was with you and then i've heard kevin stands for so long the last 48 hours i'm like okay no you're right. I was being too, too irrational as a fan. Yeah. He's gone. And now I hear your take again. I'm like, well, well, maybe there's a chance. And that's okay. why You're it's almost
0: like a, 50, a 50 50. That's where the poll poll results came up. Too. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and I think that's fair. I think there I think there's a good argument for why he's gone. I think there's a good argument for why he might be staying. And yeah, I just thinking, I think the raise, I think Eric Neander and company with that whiteboard that they were erasing all day uh, during the trade deadline, I think they do the same thing. And I think they're going to have the same hard decisions to make in the offseason as well to try to figure out if cutting bait is the right move and just taking the L or holding tight and tinkering around that and, and just kind of like nurturing that, that future, you know, ceiling and, and seeing if you can turn that into a, a proper investment.
0: BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track it all at bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep. For their runs to the playoffs, head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code locked on that's L O C K E D O N again promo code locked on L O C K E D O N for 50% for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh heck of a transition, Evan. That's why you're a professional. <laughs> the trade deadline and, of course, tied in with the news of Tyler Glass now that he would be out and getting uh, Tommy John surgery. You know, there were a lot of uh, upset Rays fans because the Rays, uh, in their viewpoint, didn't do more at the trade deadline. Besides getting Nelson Cruz, they added uh, big names, DJ Johnson, uh, Jordan Luplo. DJ Johnson, uh, by the way, leads the league in
2: beard oil. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We were joking. Ulysses and I were at the game on Monday. We were joking. That could be like the new where you hide uh, pine tar or some
1: sticky (laughs) substance. You just hide it in your beard there. They might have to do some beard checks. Check Kittred while you're at it. what about beard i mean beard oil i mean yeah could that give you a little bit of grip i don't know Um, yeah but with with that said evan um should
0: in your viewpoint should the rays have done more with their starting rotation adding another big name arm like i said on last week's show a merrill kelly-esque type of guy or just roll with what they have which is Presently the rotation of Yarbrough, McClanahan, Walker, Fleming, Patino, and then perhaps down the line, Shane Boz and Chris Archer, among others.
2: Yeah, so uh, I I, th- I think I'm in a minority here. And and you know, maybe it's because I'm not emotionally attached to the team and I haven't, you know, rooted for them for eons and eons, but um, what did you want the Rays to do? The only name in free agency. So, okay, Max Scherzer was traded with Trey Turner. There it is,
0: Scherzer. He mentioned so, it. He loves so, to bring up Scherzer. No, no, but I'm
2: just – I'm using it as, yeah. a, as an – right? Everybody wants like Scherzer, right? Yeah. Scherzer, I think we all could agree that whatever package you could have came up to get Scherzer, you do it. Because he is a game changer in the postseason. Yeah. He is mm-hmm. a difference maker. The next guy after Scherzer was Berrios. Now, I – We'll admit Berrios is great. He's got a year of, of uh, control and not to mention with glass now out for next season, which they knew entering, you know, with the deadline, they said that played into a factor um, that bridges the glass now gap. Having said that, if I give you Berrios on this roster, does it dramatically change what is going to happen in the postseason? If I got Mm -hmm. Berrios versus Garrett Cole, I mean, give me anybody. I mean, what, um, Lance Lynn from the, the white side. I mean, no matter what, the, the Rays will have a, a a good chance in that game. But right. Berrios is an A playoff proven. He's he's very young, too. Uh he's got great stuff, but he's not let's not make him out to be Cy Young here. You know, right, he's right. a very good pitcher, all-star caliber pitcher. But but it wasn't, you know, he wasn't having the same type of season this year as he was in the past. So it's just you're trying to fit. A puzzle piece into a puzzle that is just disoriented all right the Rays have so many injuries that they are where they are right now because of their bullpen right they have created the system where we're going to go five and we're going to just get through it and I, I I did I did all the numbers on uh on tv that night and in the sixth the seventh the eighth and the ninth They are a top two team in the league. And and those numbers might have changed Mm -hmm. a little bit. But at that point, they were a top two team in the league with their ERA in each inning. And, you know, sometimes the sixth inning, by the way, was worse than the seventh. Seventh was worse than the eighth. Eighth was uh, worse than the ninth. So it kept kept going down as you got further into the game. Then in extras, it exploded. It was terrible. They're terrible in extras, which we can go into a larger discussion that – when they get into extras, they're cut so thin that they force their pitchers to go an extra inning. And when mm-hmm. they do that, they're screwed because they work outside the means of what is actually possible of this makeshift bullpen that they they put together. But they've gotten to this point based on their bullpen. And no matter what's going to happen, no matter who you wanted in there, if you wanted Merrill Kelly, Kyle Gibson, uh, John Lester, like whoever you name me, you cannot Cole tell. Me. Cole Ham, like you cannot tell me that when you put them on the roster in the postseason and they're out there pitching, that you are excited about them going. That you're not nervous if if they sign Scott Kazmir off Team USA baseball. Are you not going to be you know crapping a brick that he's no. pitching the game against Garrett Cole? Like no, what what I think is going to happen is I think that the Rays are going to ride Patino. McClanahan and Boz. I think Boz is coming up in September. Right? Take. I, I think he's going to come up and I think he's going to be just like we saw last season, right? We saw guys making their, their big league debut in the postseason. I think the Rays have, have learned that a um, pitchers are volatile in nature, especially mm-hmm. health wise. Uh, mm-hmm. So while we believe that, you know, you're young and got a promising future. It doesn't always work out that way. Maximize the usage that you can get out of those young guys while you can. And not that Patino and McClanahan have been perfect. They have not. Um, they've, they've had, you know, some bumpy spots, but you're just asking them to go five. Um, just like you were asking Blake Snell to go five. You know, I mean, it's, you yeah. know, you can, yeah. you can give me your stars. I mean, I get it. Last year you had Snell, Morton, and a glass now and that is significantly better than what you're going to try out there this year and I'm not saying that things are going to work out for the Rays in the postseason because they don't have starters it's a problem it is a big problem the only point that I have is that this was a year entering it of transition yeah. we knew it and we shouldn't be surprised that their team that doesn't really have an identity starting pitching wise when they entered the year throwing a bunch of darts with Rich Hill, Michael Walker and Chris Archer to kind of make it happen for a year. All the young guys got groomed. So what we should be surprised about is how good the bullpen is. And if you've yeah. made it this far on your bullpen, why change the formula now just ride it out. Let's see how it goes
1: and to your point though of being built by that bullpen and not really having uh, you know to to ask so much of the starters just five innings what was the key missing piece uh last year it was the offense and what did you do at the trade deadline you got the biggest trade deadline acquisition ever for this franchise in Nelson Cruz a guy who yeah he's 41 but that also means experience and he knows how to battle the slumps of an MLB season. He knows, and, and and if you look at his OPS, he's gone up and down, up and down. You know, if he doesn't have a nine hundred, a thousand OPS, then he's hitting like six fifty uh, in OPS yeah. in, in in his in, in this season. But that's a that that was the move. The move wasn't a starter pitcher, a starting pitcher, because a Merrill Kelly and a Jose Berrios is not going to be the difference maker. The difference yeah. maker, if you're the Rays, it's that punch in the middle of the lineup. It's it's having a guy who is not afraid of facing a Rolles Chapman and, and taking him deep like he did this season. Maybe not wearing a raise uni, but mm-hmm. with the with the Minnesota uni. So I think you, you're right. I think what was the the missing piece? It wasn't the starters. I know I was also kind of disappointed they didn't get right. an arm. But when you look at it that way, of what is actually missing? Hey, it's a transition year. You got to let these guys take their lumps. Then it makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I think that disappointment that we had was before we found out the news regarding Tyler Glass now, because we had hope that oh, Glass now, you know, he's, we can get him to return. We can get him back on track for September, October. We just need this number two. We need a reliable number two to get us through the playoffs. And of course, Glass now out that really throws a wrench in the plans. And for the raise, you would think uh, to your point, Evan, uh, why, why add Burrios? That doesn't how does that really move the meter all that much, especially thing, with the cost of those uh, of
2: Rios. And that's the that's thing too. Yeah. When you look at what the blue Jays gave, like, in my opinion, the, the blue Jays gave up way too much. They yes. gave up way yeah. too much. They gave up a top 20 prospect in baseball and a top 70 prospect in baseball, who I'm really not that high on, but you know, a former Mets farmhand, but um, you know, that would have been the equivalent of Brujan and uh, you probably like Josh Lowe, so I think it would have taken no. like a boss and a Bruhan. You'd probably have to. Throw yeah. I'm Boz not doing that. Yeah. All, I, no, after all this time of development. Well and and you're yeah. probably, yeah, you're probably right because that's what you would have had to do to beat the offer of the blue Jays. Right. You, yeah, you have and to I beat think them, that yeah. that offer beats it. So, yeah. And then, so then you look at your roster. It's like, you know, if he's not going to, if we look at this from probabilities, if, if burials, isn't going to move the needle from a postseason standpoint, then why am I mortgaging my future for, mm-hmm this run where it's an imperfect team that has performed to the tippy top of its ceiling. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think yeah. any of us had the ceiling that they have right now. I am so impressed with what this bullpen has done. And this, the, you know, we, we haven't mentioned the defense, you know, they do it through bullpen and defense. It's not sexy, but it gets the job done. But Eric Neander and company have figured it out that whatever analytics they have on this slider stuff, they love pitchers who throw sliders oh, and sinkers, yeah. and that is their money ball. And it doesn't matter who you throw in there. It doesn't matter who they pick up. When you look at the pitches they throw, they don't throw fastballs. None of You get, you'll get one or two fastballs an inning from them they're asking
1: they're asking dudes who sell solar panels hey can can you throw a slider oh okay cool
2: then you're in the major league team like that's yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy Lewis How's head it? is awesome he deserves yeah. to stay up when the, when the shuffling goes down a guy all he's done at both levels by the way is perform. so
0: yeah, yeah. and also i think uh the defense behind those pitchers has a little something to do with it as it's compared crushed. to you know reliever on the angels or some other team with that. Uh, okay, Evan, we have a little bit of time for baseball mm-hmm. trivia. You have a little uh, ditty for us today.
2: Yeah. So, um, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, there are six different pitchers who in a single postseason, have won two or more games. One player has done it twice. Can you name, Four of the six. And that might be too easy. I might. I might ask for five of the six.
1: Okay. Okay. So pitchers in the postseason who have won two games or more in the same postseason.
2: Yes. Andy Pettit. No. So on the Rays. Sorry for the. Raise. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Still uh, strike one. <laughs> strike one. Just kidding. I'll <laughs> sit, <What? Fouls laughs> baby. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton. Yes. Uh, three and two. I, I believe he leads the franchise in, in playoff wins. I believe he does.
1: I'm going to go with Blake Snell. That's two. He had two last year. Okay. Okay. Then we got to go back. I believe David Price got that win in 2013, but then were we booted off? We were booted off against the Red Sox, but did we win that? Okay. I'm going to go with David Price. No. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. He didn't win that one. Okay. I don't want to say Shields because I, I believe he was never Victor. I'm going to go with Casimir. Let's go with Scotty K. No. Dang,
0: I'm out. Okay. Uh, you didn't say Matt Garza, did you? Ooh, Matt Garza
2: one. is one of them. Good. Ooh, thank you.
0: Uh, Matt Moore. Nope. Oh, boy. Mm. Last guess. Oh, man.
1: Wait, hold uh, up, hold up. Okay. No, I'm just giving you signs. I'm a third base uh, coach. <laughs> I'm giving you signs here. Okay, so we got, we got Garza. Yeah, we've got.
2: You said Morton. We, Morton. And, you, okay. and And you said. Uh, uh,
1: Snell.
2: You said, yeah, yeah. Snell.
1: Snell Garza Morton. Okay, one more. Snell Garza Morton. Come on. I Ulysses, are you thinking like? Not recently,
0: but in the 2008 to 2014-ish range?
1: Yes. Oh, boy. I love this guy, but I don't know if he got two in a row. I know he definitely got one. I, I'm I thinking either, either Alex Cobb game.
0: or Jeremy Hellickson. I need but to no, sign. no, no, no,
1: no. Okay, it can be Cobber because that game that we won was a walk off with Lobaton hitting that home run in the in the in the Ray Tank. So it couldn't have been a starter pitching, getting the W. Okay, and it was the only W in 2013. So it can be Cobb. All right,
0: Evan, this is just my third base coach helping me out. Swing or not swing. All right, I'm gonna do it, Jeremy Hellickson.
2: No. Oh, and for the my. for the second straight week ulysses names a player says it's not him and it's it shields was one of them he had two um (sighs) guys didn't mention glass now i feel like that was the uh well because he has
0: this stigma of being a poor postseason pitcher that's why it was it was the mike
2: Piazza move for me uh week one where right in front of your face we talked about him all all podcasts (laughs) and uh and sana
0: I was thinking Sonnenstein. I was thinking. No, you were not. Yes, I oh was. Oh my god! I was about to guess him. Oh, Darn it! Friend of the pod. That was a good one. Friend that of was the worth pod. it. Evan, Evan spent about a half an hour preparing this
1: trivia <laughs> question. I had it. And he, he whipped us.
2: He got us good. Dang. I had, I had it so much easier earlier today, and I lost a link. good. No,
0: Ulysses. One. Even uh, you know Vlad Guerrero and Barry Bonds, they strike out or they, they that's don't right. On occasion, you are like the Rays trivia version of, of Bonzi.
1: Well, you know what? The Evan, last two weeks Evan's have... gotten you.
0: Evan's gotten the better of you the last I know. couple of weeks. Last, so you pick the your last
1: two life. weeks have gone, you know, one for five with three Ks. I mean, is that really producing at the plate? <laughs> it's really it's really below expectations. You're like Nelson Cruz with the Rays so far.
0: <laughs> you <bit>. go. <laughs> I'm
2: mean, getting those vibes. Uh, Evan, where can people find your work? Uh, again, hit me up on Twitter at Eklosky, E-C-L-O-S-K-Y-W-T-S-P on Twitter, as I always say, 99.9% of the time, I'm going to respond as long as you were a good human being and not going below the belt. Um, <laughs> you, you can be a bad human being, just don't go below the belt. There um, we go. <laughs> and then you can also hit me up on Facebook, uh, Instagram, at E-classy, but then also 10tampabay.com. Uh, we have everything covered um, between Ray's News, uh, Buccaneers Training Camp. Uh, the lightning and we just came off the boat parade, but you know, in about a month here, we'll be talking about them as, as they'll begin preseason. So yeah, anything that you need, Tampa sports, you know, come to 10 Tampa Bay as we just had all the Olympians actually come home and we were talking with all of them. So that was cool.
1: That was pretty cool coverage, and, and, and I'm gonna say something. I think I'm gonna uh, lose a little bit of you both, of uh, uh, both of your attention when when the Bucks start to play, because I know you guys are really into football. So I'm gonna maybe lose you a little bit. I'm, wanna, I'm, a, I'm I'm baseball through
2: and through, but I will certainly be locked in. No pun intended <laughs> yeah. on the Bucks season, uh, just as per the the demographic of the area. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you're literally locked on Bucks on Wednesdays. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. evidently I am. now. That's right. And, and please I, join me on Wednesdays, Locked On Bucks with James. Uh, we're starting that up. Just got the first couple pods off the uh, off the ground here as we get through training camp and of course once the season gets rolling we'll have a a lot more fun as you know i'm not gonna lie the team's returning everybody there's there's some sometimes there's not that much to talk about when literally everyone is back (laughs)
0: uh you you can just admit that you have more fun with us yeah you're cleaning up a little bit okay (laughs) uh that wraps up this edition of the locked on Rays podcast now tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the locked on bets and locked on mlb podcast hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe